Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge on Yahoo Sports Radio. Yes, our first guest, Jacksonville quarterback Blake Bortles, is on the fast track to stardom. The Jaguars selected him with the third overall pick of the 2014 draft and made him a starter in his fourth NFL game. He struggled some as a rookie, passing for fewer than 3,000 yards with only 11 touchdowns and 17 interceptions, but he proved to be a quick learner, passing for 4,400 yards and 35 touchdowns in his second season in 2015. Now he's poised to return the Jaguars to playoff contention for the first time in nine seasons. Blake Bortles, welcome to the show. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Like, what did you learn as a rookie quarterback in 2014 that allowed you to take that quantum leap in your play in 2015? Uh, you know, I think obviously just kind of recognizing, you know, the cliche uh, saying of the game is faster. Um, but I, I think kind of just getting those game reps and, and getting more comfortable within the games and the situations and kind of letting the game come to me rather than trying to, uh, you know, kind of do some extraordinary things, just staying within the offense and within the system and making reads and throws uh, and trying to keep it as simple as possible. But you saw the game was bigger, faster, stronger than it was at Central Florida, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, it definitely takes time to get used to. Um, I mean, I, I remember throwing the interceptions my rookie year and thinking, you know, there's no way I've never seen a guy make that play before. Um, and it's just kind of something you got to get used to because guys are so talented and so fast and so athletic uh, that you really got to kind of be uh, on top of it, you know, on every single play. During that first year, when did you reach a point where you really felt comfortable? at quarterback? Um, you know, I don't know if I did. Uh, I don't know if I ever reached that point my first year. Um, you know, there were, there were times throughout the season and kind of individual times during games where, you know, I felt good, felt comfortable, felt like things were rolling. Um, but, you know, I'd say more so that this past year when Greg Olson kind of came in and took over as our offensive coordinator uh, a couple games, you know, into the season, it kind of hit me and, you know, kind of felt like we were rolling as an offense and, and kind of, you know, we had an identity um, and, and we were able to execute on a consistent basis. So obviously the goal is to, to get better there and continue to do that uh, even better this uh, upcoming season. Blake, you Alan Robinson and Alan Hearns all arrived in Jacksonville at the same time. We talk about your second season, but Robinson and Hearns both had their first 1,000-yard receiving seasons in their second seasons in 2015, and both hit double figures in touchdown catches. How have the three of you grown together? Yeah, those two are they're, they're unbelievable. Um, obviously, the, the talent level is through the roof with both those guys. Uh, and, you know, I think what's even cooler is both of them are, are, are really good people. You know, they're guys that they're good teammates. You know, people want to be around them um, and stuff like that. But, you know, I think it's cool to, to come in, um, you know, kind of as a group, as, a, you know, the 2014 class. We were able to spend, you know, really – uh, every every day we were together for you know almost the whole day you know we went through the rookie symposium and the premiere and all the rookie meetings and all that stuff we were together really 24 7 so I think that kind of allowed us uh, to get off on a good start in, in, in building chemistry. Hearns was undrafted when did you realize hmm, th- this guy could be something special? Yeah our, uh, our rookie year um, we had a couple guys go down uh, in camp and, and he kind of stepped up and, and was Mr. Reliable you know it was he was never hurt. He was out there every single day. He was practicing. He was giving his all, and he was making he was making plays. And it was kind of you know from the beginning. Once he got his opportunity, it was all right. You know, we kind of know what we have here in Allen, uh, and how good of a player he is, and how good he's going to be. Uh, he works his tail off at it. He's you know he's extremely smart and dedicated. Um, and you know I think from from you know two days of him kind of getting majority of the reps it was you know everybody kind of knew we got to deal with you know getting him undrafted yes we're with uh, Blake Bortles Jacksonville quarterback on the talk of fame network 
looked like there were only 7,000-yard rushers in the NFL last season, and you signed one of them in free agency in Chris Ivory. You already have T.J. Weldon in your backfield. How will the running game make you a better quarterback? Yeah, I think it'll be huge. I think, you know, obviously what TJ did last year as a rookie uh, was impressive. Missed the last couple of games, you know, due to injury. But um, we had a chance to see Chris Ivory firsthand up in New York. And, uh, you know, the kind of back he is and the uh, the aggression and explosiveness that he runs with uh, is impressive. So excited to have both those guys here in Jacksonville. I uh, think they'll really kind of play well with each other. Um, as far as rotating and, and, you know, each guy kind of has their own little thing that they do well. Um, but both of them are extremely, extremely talented backs, you know, with the ball in their hands, uh, in protection and, um, in routes, uh, in the passing game as well. So I'm excited, you know, excited to work with those two guys and see what they can do. You, know, you arrived in the NFL from a non-Power 5 conference at Central Florida, the American Athletic Conference. Carson Wentz arrives in the NFL this season from a Division II program. What advice would you give a young quarterback making that huge a jump in his caliber of competition? You know, I think the biggest thing... Um you know, really is to believe in yourself because there's going to be all kinds of people that doubt you when you don't play, uh, you know, in the top five conferences. You know, they're going to say all kinds of stuff. You, you know, you didn't see the, the type of competition and all that. But, you know, the guys that are making the picks in the front offices and, and uh, you know, the owners and coaching staff, they know what they're looking at. They know what they've, they're seeing. And, you know, they've done it for a really long time. So them kind of uh, instilling, you know, that belief in you, um, you know, no matter where you come from, that they believe in you and believe you're going to be successful uh, at this level, I think means a lot. And to kind of carry that with you and know that they're behind you uh, and believe in yourself. Did you have a chip on your shoulder coming in? Did you feel, i got to prove something? Uh, you know, it was a little bit different. I, I, I was never a big, um, you know, even from college, I only had two offers to play quarterback. And, uh, you know, it was never I wanted to prove anybody wrong or um, anything like that. It was more I wanted to prove the guys that give, had given me a chance right. You know, I wanted to prove George O'Leary at UCF. Uh, that, you know, he, he made a smart decision by offering me a scholarship. Wanted to prove, you know, Gus Bradley and Dave Caldwell and Shad Khan, you know, right that, you know, they took me uh, with the third overall pick and, um, you know, really kind of fulfill, uh, you know, them uh, of, you know, making the right decision. The Jaguars won three games in your first season and five years ago. How close is your franchise to playoff contention? I think uh, I think very close. You know, I think we're we're right there. I think you know one of the biggest things is is finding out how to win games. You know, we were in uh, a ton of games. You know, all of them, if not for one or two. You know, late in the game, and, and you know couldn't pull it out. So I think finding ways to win. It's hard to win in the NFL. Um, week in and week out. So, you know, finding ways to overcome adversity and, and, and win those tough games and, and, you know, make the crucial uh, one or two plays late in games that usually decide them. Uh, you know, I think figuring that out, learn, learning how, how to not lose and then learning how to win games. You never hit double figures in interceptions at Central Florida, yet you threw 17 in your first NFL season and 18 a year ago. What steps have you taken this offseason to re- reduce the turnovers? You know, I think I think it's good that we're in the same offensive system now going uh, in, into the second year and that. So I think just continuing to uh, to make better decisions. I'd say you know half of the interceptions last year were were on deci- on decision making and half were on uh, accuracy. So I, I think continuing to um, kind of harp on the decision making and, and owning the offense schematically, uh, and then obviously continuing to work on on the physical part of it and making throws and um, kind of developing. You know, the chemistry with all our wide receivers on having a good feeling of, of, of where they're going to be so we can be on the same page to kind of eliminate those turnovers. You still have those moments you say, boy, I wish I hadn't thrown that one. Yeah, all the time. And it's, I mean, <laughs> now I, I know I'm getting a little bit better because it hits me immediately. My rookie year, I throw a ball and then, 
you know, something would happen, it it get intercepted, and I come to the sidelines, and you know, Chad Henney would have to, you know, say, well, "What are you doing?" Or I look at the picture from the iPad, you know, that guy how stupid. Whereas now, as soon as the ball comes out of my hand, I'm like, "Jesus, what are you thinking?" <laughs> Another front, you were sacked more than any other quarterback in the league last season, 51 times. The Jaguars didn't draft any blockers last April, but you did add one tackle, Kevin Beachman, for agency. What's the plan now to reduce sacks? You know, he's uh, he's an unbelievable player that played in Pittsburgh the past couple of years, and he's coming in just off of an injury. Um, you know, so we're excited to get him healthy and see what he can do and figure out, you know, really our left tackle situation, whether it's going to be him or Luke Joko or, you know, somebody moves to guard. Uh, but, you know, we moved Brandon Linder from, from right guard to center and feel that, you know, our guys – uh, are comfortable, obviously, like I said, you know, going into the second year in the system, they're a year better. Um, and, and, you know, we felt that we've made improvements. You know, a lot of, obviously, the offensive line gets blamed for the sacks, but there was a lot that were on me and, and on the running backs and on the receivers. It's kind of a group effort giving up sacks. Um, but definitely something that, you know, we, we, we intend on cutting in half uh, and, and being better with. We'd like to thank Blake Bortles for stopping by to visit with us in the Talk of Fame Network. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure watching you grow as a player up these last two years. I want to wish you the best of luck this season of the Jaguars bid to return to the playoffs for the first time since 2007. And Blake, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Okay. Thanks, Blake. That was Jacksonville quarterback Blake Bortles. Coming up next, we have Hall of Fame voter Darren Gant. Ron will state the Hall of Fame case for Bud Adams in our two-minute drill. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. If your computer is running slow, like I do, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. In minutes, you can activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk that may be slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. 